Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. Tonight I'm speaking to Louise. Louise was recently on Gardener's World with her fabulous white rose garden which she shares with her family and her pet rabbit. I'm so excited to speak to Louise and hear all about our garden. Hi Louise and thanks for coming on the show. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi Nikki, I'm Louise. I'm from Rayleigh in Essex. I'm a gardener and a rabbit lover. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually more. I, mean, I love garden gardening, but when I saw you had rabbits, um, that was something that I was like, "Wow, he's got rabbits!" That's something that um really excited me as well about um your garden. So, how did you get on Gardeners World? Was that um did you write into them or is you know are you is gardening your job? when I saw it I just thought you know and for you to be talking about you know the, your garden and how what it kind of gave you um was just amazing and it kind of I was really surprised when you contacted me on the podcast to say you wanted one I was like wow that's great that that lady was on Garden World and just like you I was like you know I love Gardeners World and I watch it and um to have somebody that was on the show and um talking about like how garden helps you so how did you begin to garden well, it goes right back to my childhood and back to rabbits. Um, my mother would not let me have a pet. And then in junior school, one of the rabbits, <laughs> we went in one day and there was five rabbits instead of one. And uh, the school sent letters home and said, would anyone like to look after a rabbit and have one as a pet? And so my mum finally agreed to it. Um, my first rabbit was Benjamin Bunny, uh, but actually it was a girl, but I still called her Benjamin Bunny. <laughs> And I love Beatrix Potter and I love playing in the garden and chasing the rabbit round. And I started growing carrots and lettuces and um, I had many happy years with my first rabbit. 
And unfortunately, when uh, poor Benjamin died, I made a funeral in the garden. My dad um, buried the rabbit and out of my pocket money, I planted a rose and it was my first rose I'd ever bought and it was a white one. Mm. And that's where really the white flowers started. Um, And then all my life, I've never had more than one rabbit at a time and there's always a big gap in between so I can mourn. And then when I feel ready... Um, I look around and when the right rabbit comes along then it starts all over again and at the moment uh, my rabbit's called Mr Fleur he was supposed to be a she and uh, the vet said oh it's um, it's Mr Fleur now so I said oh okay and um, the, the rabbit and my childhood are kind of like memories and I've made the garden since I've been ill as a place to escape and um it's been so popular and the National Garden Scheme approached me to open the garden and now many years later after the BBC and uh, writing my own uh, page for a local magazine and um, just you know putting things out there on Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram and now Twitter uh, it's kind of escalated and it's got to a point where um, I'm kind of like big enough to be on my own and I shall be opening the garden from next year by myself wow. so I'm very excited and also um, I was contacted by um, a book company and they're sponsoring me to write my first book so I'm very happy I'm in the process of writing uh, that up at the moment so it's really great wow I'm actually I was I was laughing about the rabbit because um I know they do say it's it's really hard to tell what sex they are, um, yes. and we've all we've we had dogs. I always wanted a rabbit, and I kind of like similar to you. Um, my mum and dad would never really let me have a pet, so my husband we had hamsters because we had we had rental houses, and then we had hamsters, and then I kept saying I yeah. want a rabbit, I want a rabbit, and eventually, like um, in lockdown um this year, my husband said the garden's looking okay, we're, 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 it's we can get it sorted for the rabbits, and we went to get rabbits, and because we'd always had ghetto dogs, um we just yeah. went and said right we'll have two two ghetto rabbits, but what yes. happened? But what happened was. I picked a rabbit, my husband picked a rabbit, fell in love with him, um, and we were told by the pet shop they were girls, and then when I went to the vet to get their injections, um, the vet said, the vet came out all kind of worried and said to me, they're, they're two boys, do you know that? Oh. <laughs> and I said, no, I said, but do you know what, it doesn't matter anyway, because what kind of shocked me and upset me at the time was that the vet said, do you want to take them back? And I said, no. Uh, no, you'd fallen in love. No, with I, I was like, pets are for life. You know, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Boys, girls, and do you know what? I love them. They are, they are spoiled. They are just they're great pets. They are. They're like the apple of, and they've got such great characters as well. You know, you think yeah. I think a lot of people like when I talk about my rabbits, they're like, I didn't realize they had such character. I think they just thought they were like big hamsters that just kind of sat about whereas no. they're not. They're dead animated and they've got their own personalities and exactly. I, I just, they're the best pet. Apart from my dog I've got, we do have a dog as well Um, but they're just the, they're the best pet I've ever had I think and it's great yeah. like, like you're saying I grow 
stuff in the garden for the for the rabbits as well, which is fantastic just to be able to go out there and cut um stuff for the rabbits and wash it and give it to them and it just gives you a... recycling. Yeah, aye. And then like I was just saying last night, so we got a, a compost bin and rabbit poo is really good for like composting yeah, and uh-huh so I was like oh I need to start using that I need to get a compost bin, bin set up and it's just yeah. like that's you using everything that you're kind of growing um but yeah. yeah but it's amazing that you're got you've got all of that just from doing the garden and just kind of putting it out there I think it is amazing that when you just think about putting stuff out I don't know how you how you felt but when I I just started just for me I was just kind of putting it out there thinking nobody really wanted see my stuff like I'll just put it out and that'll be it whereas it mine's is just grew um you know people have followed me I've started the podcast I'm I'm and I've been interviewed for a book um about allotments and how they kind of um change oh, your, your life so I'm like wow all this from just kind of putting out your own kind of stuff is great mm-hmm. that, and I think it's great to talk more about gardens and how it can yes. help your mental health and I know you're saying and share, share yeah and share um mm-hmm. you yourself being ill going into the garden and just kind of ref- it gives you somewhere to kind of reflect and just kind of relax and take it I find the garden somewhere that I go to just kind of go away from it all and just if things are happening you know you come out and you feel refreshed in the garden because it kind of takes your mind off it and lock and in, in lockdown I found it quite hard to be because I'm asthmatic so um and my husband's got an autoimmune disease so oh, we yeah. had to kind of shield away from everybody really um and even and so you were really isolated together uh, uh and and we were scared I think that's the you know we went to the shops to get our food and that was it really and we just and I I couldn't work I was working from home and he was he was furloughed um so yeah we were just in this wee bubble of not see not being able to see family and it was like zoom zoom chats and I think the garden helped us and I had the allotment which then gave me something to go out to but it definitely helps your mental health 100% I think um for well and it gives you satisfaction when things are successful and I find it a really creative space to design the garden and choose the plants and nurture them there's so many aspects to it and just being outside in the fresh air is really nice yeah I, I, I agree I agree I don't think you realize how much you design because I remember you know taking on like my like my husband asking me like my box I've got where I grow stuff outside in the garden and then taking on the allotment plot and I've got a small allotment plot I do for the nursery where I work and I remember thinking I don't really know what to do with it but it was like I designed it and then it was kind of like you're like wow I designed that I've grew it and just the the joy of just thinking I've grew all that stuff and then it just kind of it just kind of spirals you know you just go from I don't really know what I'm doing to oh maybe next year I'll grow this and maybe I'll do that and maybe I'll add a pond maybe it's it's just sort of takes arms and legs and it is it's it's amazing I mean gardening for me was never really a thing when I was a child my husband he gardened when he was a child his um, papa had award an award-winning garden so where we live in Bells Hill in Glasgow um, they had like a local gardening competition and he won it like 
10 oh, years in a row. So that's, wow. that's, that's, that's where... <laughs> Yeah, that's where my husband gets the gardening side from. When he was yes. wee, his, his papa would take him out and he taught him, like, gardening. And then when my husband did um, suffer from, start to suffer from depression, he realised that being out in the garden actually lifted his spirit and actually made him yes. feel better when he came back in. And, and he always says, and it's the same with Monty, who says in Gardener's World, he says, you know, in the winter I get a bit kind of like, oh, it's the winter and I can't get out. So it kind of lowers your mood a wee bit because you think, I can't get out. And you need to kind of find other hobbies that kind of you can you can do when it's no the weather, you can't get out. And um, it's a bit colder up in Scotland, so we don't have as much, yes, as sure much time. Um, but yeah it's amazing so the garden for you has just been something you've just kind of grew up with and then you've just kind of yeah, designed it yeah I had my own part of the garden and the part for the rabbit and then when I moved and had my own garden um, like I said on Gardeners World it, it was a space for the children and slowly as they've grown up and moved on I've made it more and more into a flower garden and a place for me and um at the moment, I'm just building a little stream attached to my uh, pond. I went to um, I went I went to the Chelsea Flower Show, and oh. I was so inspired. And there were a lot of uh, water features this year, and so I came back and I thought, right, I'm gonna you know do this and do that. And my garden's very small, so I'm always changing things. So I like that. That gives me like. I have a fresh idea and I'm always trying to improve things and you're battling with nature so you're learning all the time and um yeah in the winter I, I, I've, I've got a greenhouse so I go in the greenhouse and so I'm always pottering and you know indoors I'm looking at the gardening magazines and um, now I'm writing my book and there's always something to do connected with gardening even if you just pick a bit of foliage and bring it in I love to pick my flowers and bring things indoors which um, again it connects you and every season there's something different which is really lovely so there's lots of variety yeah definitely I, I can relate to that in the fact that like when my garden finishes like I've got I do a blog I've got like the Twitter and Instagram and things so um and then this year I took a polytunnels um plot on where I live so you can actually oh, okay. go indoors so I'm like that's a whole new thing that I can do indoors yes. over the winter yeah. for me and I think something good as well to that for we were I've been talking about this with a few people is that you know actually when you make mistakes or things don't turn out it's actually quite good because you learn and you think, oh, that didn't work, so I'll try that there. And it's always yeah. good. Because I think sometimes people think um, if you make a mistake, it's like, oh, that didn't grow. So, like, that must have been because I didn't do the right thing. But if you just kind of look at it and think, right, what what can we try? Let's research it. Let's learn rather than looking at it as a negative. And I think if you... A garden, yes. a, a garden is always changing and evolving. We... When exactly we... and every year is different because of the, the weather's mm -hmm. changing and what works one year I find that one year a particular plant will really flourish and then I think it's going to be the same next year and it's not and then another plant will kind of be the wow factor and and I, I think your interests change I went from flowers to foliage then back to flowers and then trying to think what I can add to make it more interesting you know other times of the year and uh, I think that helps you grow as a person and, and and just talking to other people and like looking at nature going out 
to see gardens or, or just you know just walking along seeing seeing what you can see what works you know out there will work in your garden as well I, I try to like not copy nature or other people but I, I do my own thing and um, I'm, I'm always inspired so I like to try and in turn inspire other people too mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree. Um, you know, I like going to garden shows or like the like gardens, like the botanic gardens. We went to the botanic gardens in Edinburgh and like that. I took took pictures of like you were saying, like oh, that's a great stream, or oh, that's a you know, oh look at that the yeah, that flower. You can or, just little things, uh-huh. you know, that, and take that with you. Then you think, how would that work in my garden, and incorporate it in your own way, even if it's in a very small way, um, or plant combinations and I look at textures and heights and you don't have to um, copy it you can just think right that would work in my garden you know in my situation and you can tweak it and it's it's really you know it's like designing with nature and as things grow sometimes things get bigger so you have to move them or divide them and that gives you new opportunities um i had a part of my garden where the grass wouldn't grow and so i built a pergola and then um (laughs) it made shade and then i thought what can i grow under the shade and then i learned all about shade loving plants and so then i had to learn about ericaceous soil and um you know i always used to forget is it acid loving or acid loathing and i never you know you, you you gradually over the years by reading labels and and learning from from sort of your own experience and, and like you said mistakes and some things work really well and some things just happen like the birds you know drop seeds and you think oh i never planted that and you get different color combinations as well from the bees and it's really interesting yeah, yeah, I love yeah, it. yeah, definitely. Some for me that I love is wildlife, like coming into the garden. Um, and I always, I've, I always wanted to bring more wildlife into the garden, and it is true what they say. Yes. You know, if you if you plant it, they will come. You know, and we this year yeah. we we had lots of butterflies because this Lovely. year we added um veg and fruit into my garden, which we've never really had before. Um, so we had that, and, and then that we... brings in all the different insects, and mm-hmm. so then you get other pollinators, and yeah, I think the more you have in your garden, it stops the weeds. That's one thing, um, but it's always nice to have a natural area that that's uh, also good for wildlife. And I find that um, instead of feeding the birds, if you the more plants you have, you'll get different varieties coming in, and so it makes its own system, it, you know, its own rhythm, and and so you don't have to. You just let nature do do what it's meant to do which is lovely to watch it all oh yeah definitely um i was talking last night about we we are now like organic gardeners now we used to use you know before we had like the pets and stuff we would do we Mm. you would you would spray things you know years ago people that's what you did you just sprayed if you had a pest you would spray it whereas now we we are became organic the last couple of years in the garden because of the rabbits because of the the puppy and stuff and just thinking about like why do we need like like just let everything kind of live even slugs and i know slugs aren't are something that every gardener's like the slugs are eating my hosta or or the slugs are eating my my broccoli or something and they're not you know you're kind of like oh they're eating something but then i kind of think you know like you're saying everything's kind of there for a reason like we've got a lot of wasps in our garden and we 
and for years I I used to think we had, we've got lots of flowers in our garden. He's like, why have we get so many wasps? But then I realised that wasps are really big pollinators. So I was like, they're yeah. really good for pollinating. Good and, for the garden. Uh huh. Yeah. And I thought, wow. So that's why we've got so many wasps because you you want to attract the bees, but then a lot of people don't want wasps. And then you think, well, wasps are actually great as well, like for like fruit and veg yeah. and stuff, and for pollinating and the slugs. And we had caterpillars because the butterflies that came laid eggs. So it was like yeah. just kind of let everything. And even um last year we had a red lily beetle, and I know they're not great for your lilies but I was so excited no. because I was like wow <laughs> I've never seen that in real life it was like I'd seen it on the gardening program and thought wow yes. that's came out of our garden and it was like amazing just to have it and I think I've changed there'll always be a predator to, to mm-hmm. take that you know because it's food for another animal and uh yeah it's like I love frogs and um, I call all of my frogs Kermit <laughs> and um you know like they will eat the, the the slugs and you know so everything has has a purpose doesn't it yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, all, all animals welcome. <laughs> yeah, de- then that's what we've had to. Co- we we've just decided, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to attract birds and bees and well, the, the wasps and 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 slugs and beetles and everything. We've just kind of yeah. let be in the garden, and we're going to add a pond um into the garden. So I'm quite excited that we might get fingers crossed some kind of yeah, life, makes life such coming. A um, really does. I mean, yeah, I love seeing the birds come and they wash themselves and they drink the water and they splash and like it's so great to watch them. It's really nice and you know if you've got fish, you know it just it's it's very relaxing just to sit and and just you know you just sit there and and it's so mindful. You, the the day just goes sometimes because you're just immersed in all of the nature. I, I really like that that um you just let go and you don't think about anything else, any of the problems. You just sit there or or, or just you know wander around the garden and I kind of examine things and really look at things closely. It's so wonderful to see nature up close like that. It definitely is, and I like. I don't know if you do um as well, but I like taking pictures. Like, see, like, oh, as I you love, go yeah, along the different okay. seasons, like you're saying, like, when it's, like, spring, summer, and then even autumn, like, in winter, when it goes, like, the gardens go ice and snow, and I love oh, to kind of just... get some fantastic pictures of cobwebs, and, uh-huh. you know, like, like the, um, I don't know, like, there's so many beautiful things in the frost, and mm-hmm. the, the light changes, so rather than it being so bright and harsh in the summer, you, then the light is lower, and you can have lovely reflections, and, yeah, I love photography too, so I think I've taken thousands of pictures in my garden. <laughs> I do all the time, and, and my husband, I think he's just learned to live with it now. At first he was like, why, why do you take so many pictures? But then it's like, it gives you a whole like you can it's for that looking at the stuff that's happening again but it's also good for planning as well because you can go oh that was there oh I'm going to change that and it gives you a kind of you can look back for us we moved into this house six years you can see how things have grown Uh uh-huh yeah and you think wow that was only this big and now it's like this big yeah definitely I mean we've got we've got an apple tree that we and I don't know, I just, I mean, it takes years for an apple tree. It was tiny, it was small, yes. we bought it, it was like a baby tree, and I don't ever really, mm. even though we've got pictures, I couldn't really remember it, like, at that size. Yeah, and, it's surprising that you forget, and um, 
also when uh, plants like just seed themselves around the garden they then find their happy place and uh, I've got loads of uh, I used to like pull some of the forget-me-nots up but now I leave them there because I like it I like the sort of frothiness and to have an underplanting. and again I think if you just allow the garden to evolve on its own um, obviously if there's things you don't like you can give to friends or you know dig them up but I think it's really you know it's nice to just let, let it be just let nature take its course sometimes which is really a good idea definitely and I, I totally agree with you in the fact that I've seen weeds and, and I know that you'd be doing it you, get, you can't have all the weeds but I've totally like and, and a lot of the all... wildflowers used to be weeds and now the uh-huh. wildflowers are really popular in the grasses mm-hmm. and things that people would pull up we now you know really want those in our garden uh-huh. and especially around a pond so you know it makes access and hiding places for little creatures which is good they need that don't they but definitely and I think I kind of someone said to me um about weeds um weeds are not bad plants they're just a plant you don't want and yes, I was like yeah. wow that you know whereas I think yeah. weeds are like given a bad kind of name you know like now it's changing like you're saying with the, the wildflowers but weeds years yeah. ago were like don't have weeds don't have dandelions but now everybody's saying have dandelions they're really good they're good yeah, for, and it's great. like a wildflower meadow mm-hmm. it's really popular and I think um it's much more naturalistic it's not so gardened it's much freer now Mm -hmm. the style and I'm really glad that the cottage garden style where you put you know everything with everything and it's there'll be no weeds because there's just plants there Mm -hmm. so it's quite nice um that that's really come back like when I when I was young everyone used to say oh gardening's boring it's for old people but actually I've always loved it and now it's so fashionable again which is great (laughs) definitely definitely um it's I think it's just with lockdown and COVID happening I think a lot of people have actually realized the benefits of gardening but there has we were talking about that last night as well like you know people think gardens for like older people who are like retired or and the amount of young people had a bit of a bad but now I think it really is an extension of the home it's a social place I mean there's so many purposes for gardens and uh, like my garden being a white garden it's based on a moon garden and so it's about um, you know even being there in the night time and that the flowers shine and you know you can have real lighting in the garden and so it extends it into the evening so if you're busy in the day or, or you can't spend time because you're working or whatever it, the reason is you can sit outside and I think now the garden centres have got so big they cater for every everybody you know which is really great you've got it's very accessible now um, whereas when I grew up there were just very small little tiny shops that you know um, now the garden centres are you, you, you could sort of stay in the garden centre all day and have lunch mm-hmm. and you know it's become really big business I think where I live in Essex we've got the most garden centres um, uh, more than in the whole of the country I think there's just so many nearby which is great for me but I do like to go to the wholesalers and go to specialists and you know get catalogues and uh, go to the plant fairs because then you get to meet the people who are growing them and that's really nice you get lots of good tips so um you know unusual things that you don't always get you know like from the mainstream big garden centers as well I think that I think that's the 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 main thing with gardening is how many people you meet and how much different 
age groups and you know like intergenerational garden you know you can like yes. for me being in the allotment like there I'm quite I'm one of the younger ones and then there's like kind of older people like, ranging like you know from like mid 40s to like you know people have retired who are like kind of 70s and the late like, like <laughs> old you... people like me <laughs> <laughs> older older people and you know but it's brilliant you know because I think you get stuff, you get so much kind of tips from these people who have been doing it so long Definitely. that, you know, they'll say, yeah. oh, oh, don't do, like, try that, try this. And they, they, they yeah. love to see you. Like, they, a lot of the people in the allotment will come up and say, oh, your, your allotment's looking great. Oh, you're doing great. Oh, look at, I was, I was admiring. So your... nice to encourage mm-hmm. people. And also, I think people just, they're so proud of their gardens and what they've grown. And it's really lovely to, to share stories and, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And, the, you know, there's so many ways of doing things and um you know i think there used to be a set way but i think now you know you can as long as you the plant is happy where it is and you provide the right conditions you can kind of like mix and match anything you like you know and i think that's it's really fun as well and it brings out people's personalities and i think that's really great to do that um because you know like some people used to say to me i mean i love roses and they used to say oh you know but roses are really different but then but to me they're not and um and I'm trying to like share my love of roses because I love them so much and my style and um you know I really think about fragrance and color scheming and all these things there's so many elements so whatever your personality is like some people like to do it all very kind of neatly other people are more haphazard so there's something for everybody you know you can sort of develop the garden any which way you want and like we were saying about mistakes it's not really a mistake you can start again you can you know change it and that's what's so lovely because it's a growing evolving thing all the time it's never the same so there's always something new and and that's what I like it's so interesting it is it's so interesting and I think as well like um like helping people like get outside like you're saying get out in nature and like for your mental health and well-being for everybody I think yes. just getting outside yeah. and um like teaching children like from a small age about the mm-hmm. garden did your did your daughters were they really into gardening or did they um not really no <laughs> they, they, we had a dog as well they love the animals and they like playing in the garden but they weren't really interested in actually doing the gardening but I always used to take them to the woods and to the parks and you know outdoors um I just think that this generation is quite different to my generation when I was growing up. And, um, you know, we, we, I think now it's so much more of the digital technology that they've got. It's a very different world. Whereas we, as children used to make things, um, a lot and, uh, when I grew up we didn't have so much money and so a pack of seeds would be you know you'd get so much out of a packet of seeds and so much pleasure and enjoyment and um you know I I think sometimes until you get your own home and your own garden as you get older then you realize the pleasure of it because my son's just bought a a new house with his girlfriend and 
now they're like starting to get interested in gardening and it's great that I can help them and encourage Mm -hmm. them so and um you know my daughter's just got married and she she um her husband really loves it and he's made a pond and they've got newts and you know we it's so it's great and I was like oh I thought oh I wish I had newts um (laughs) but I've got my frogs so um you know we've all got something different in our garden but it is nice to like divide plants and share and and um I think that's what's really special about gardening because you actually get plants for free and so it's really lovely and I think that's again going back to the cottage gardening I think that's how it all kind of grew and um you know we can thank all the uh Victorian age for when they brought all the plant hunters came back and brought all these lovely plants that we take for granted now and we've got such a variety you can literally you know and especially with a greenhouse or even just a windowsill grow so many things I think it's a really good time to be gardening now yeah definitely um something that's kind of opened my eyes you know and I would have thought the same before was I, I, I like I was having conversations with people and um like if they live in a flat and they would say I, I, I've only got a veranda or a balcony you know and they would say I can't, I can't have a garden and I was like and I, at first you know years and years ago I'd be like all oh, right okay but whereas now like I had a, I had Jason, the cloud gardener, on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, mm. and he's got an amazing garden, like eighteen yeah. floors up, and it's just like a little bit of paradise. You wouldn't even think it was yeah. like you would you, when he does his videos. You're just like it's like somewhere that's just got different kind of arches and different things and di- like a pond and like it's it just shows you you really can like um grow anywhere and even on Gardener's World yeah. they were showing um in a hospital that um doctors had grew on the windowsill they'd grew like veg and I thought right. do you know yes. what you actually can grow anywhere anybody can do it yeah and you can have you know grow bulbs inside for Christmas like the hyacinths and amaryllis there's so many plants and even if like I always say like even if you just like go for a walk you know you can just look at leaves like now at the time of year when they're starting to fall and you know you when I was at school, we used to have nature tables and, you know, we'd bring a conquer in and we'd bring this in and that in. And you can do that anywhere. You can just like have a, a few jam jars and put a few little things you found. And I think that's nice. You can do that. And you can always grow a few seeds on, on a window ledge or, you know, you can get the little heated propagators even. You don't have to have a massive garden. My garden is very small and people, you know, are really amazed how much I've got. Um, it, it, you know, in my garden, and you know, it's not. It, 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 it's about the, the love you've got for it. So you can nurture just one pot plant and be so happy with it. And um, you know, like even the little aloe vera plants, and then they make babies. And you know, then you can give a baby to a friend, and then mm-hmm. they make more babies, and they give one to a friend. And I think that's such fun. It's really nice. It is. It's brilliant to give people plants. And that I was uh, talking yeah. about um, the allotment last last year and the year before um that I had I'd because we've got a greenhouse which we're quite lucky to have my husband has a greenhouse and so mm. when I was growing veg I just grew the whole packet you know of everything so then <laughs> I had loads of I had loads of plants but that meant that I gave it yeah. out to like for yeah, like because it's too many it's yeah. like when people grow tomatoes they've got so many tomatoes I don't know what to do with them if they have a good crop and so it's really lovely to share if somebody gives you something and you can give them something back in return it's, you can do 
swapsies. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I did that as well. And I think that, um, you know, the first year I had the allotment, um, I think a lot of the allotment people used a lot of my plants in their plot. They were like, I didn't really have to grow a lot this year because you gave me it all. And I was, but then I thought, oh, that's good because you're giving back to the community. You're giving them, you're, like you're saying, people would yes. share. Um, they gave me like parts of, they gave me fencing and stuff. Like people would say, oh, I've got extra fence for you. You can use it in your allotment. And I'd be like, oh, you can have my plants. And I think that's what yeah. gardening is about. It's, it's really nice. It's a very social thing. And I think, um, you know, like it is good to give. And I think going back to mental health, you know, like just talking to others about things really helps. You know, they always say a problem shared is a problem halved. And I think, you know, if you're happy with something and you can share that little bit of happiness to somebody else and start them off, you know, um, because there's so much negativity nowadays. And I think, you know, gardening is a thing that, that, that can bring a lot of happiness and that in turn, whatever you're, what's going on in your life, you know, that just connecting with nature and connecting to other people who you might not have connected with before, like us, you know, our paths maybe never would have crossed. And, you know, isn't this wonderful to be able to do this and, 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 and share this? It's lovely. Yeah, def- definitely. And, and I think a lot of people have said, and I agree, that gardening is such a positive kind of People are so positive in gardening. Yeah, you'll have the odd yes. comment. But at the most, like, on Instagram, people are so positive. And I think it's because everybody sees the joy, you know. And it's true, like, yeah. if you're a gardener and you see someone that's growing something, like, they're like, I've grew a, a sweet corn for the first time and this is my first corn yeah. that I have. And you're like, wow, that's great. I'm so excited so for you. But baby. <laughs> yeah, and I think that people who aren't gardening and don't have that kind of don't realize because you know when you, no, they're missing out. Aren't they, they? they don't yeah. realize the joy of like like you sharing to other gardeners. Like, look what I've grew, and you're like, wow, that's amazing. Yes. Look what I've grew, yeah. and it's it's just this is it. And mm. yeah, it's, yeah sorry I was going to say I've got a front garden and um you know just passes by people walking their dog and they say oh your garden's nice or they ask me a question and and I think that's so lovely as well because then you're helping the neighborhood it's not just you know it's not a selfish thing gardening you can do it on your own you can do it with other people but you can also you know like even if people just look at it you know that that brings pleasure it makes the whole environment nicer and and the air fresher because of all the oxygen you know it's, it's, it's really great I think this is you know it's good for the planet it's good for everybody so I always encourage people even even if you only do it a little bit it doesn't matter a little bit or a lot you know whatever you can do is is is, is good definitely I mean we've had comments but we, we we did our front garden it, our front garden was just artificial grass when we moved in and then we did um like a new border and we've got lots of plants and like trees and things and um and one of the delivery guys was who comes to deliver like amazon or um regulate yeah. he was like your garden is looking lovely that's really nice i love all the, the plants yeah, it in makes it makes you feel good doesn't it to receive a compliment and i was like oh other people notice it yeah um, it's very nice and yeah, I, I, I get that I was like, wow, thanks, that's great. So it was, you're not expecting it, you're just thinking he's coming to bring you a delivery of something and someone's giving yeah. you a compliment and saying your garden's lovely. And I think you're right. I think when our, our, we live in a kind of cul-de-sac, so everybody, most of the people 
do their garden so everybody's got like different plants and stuff and last year um in covid like with my allotment we they normally sell plants but because they couldn't get anybody into the allotment they were giving them away for free so we brought plants back to um some of the the res- some of our neighbors they couldn't get um out they were elderly they couldn't uh, get out uh, so they thought they weren't going to have any plants to put in their garden like last uh, year so we went around and gave them plants and they were like oh, wow you're really just nice. like you're... So, and it so meant nice. that everybody was out in the street like talking and everybody was like kind of saying how are you and how are you coping and it kind of like yeah. brought a sense of community back to which i think yeah. sometimes we lose a wee bit yeah, it's really important because nowadays we've all got our own homes and our own cars and our own televisions mm-hmm. and we've all, you know, got our separate spaces and it's very good to have that separate space but I think um, it's so nice to, to give to the community, to share and, you know, if you don't, I think, um, you know, they always say it's the um, it's better to be the giver than the receiver because you get real pleasure mm-hmm. in giving. It's really a nice thing. It is, it definitely is, and I think that, um, it, I think we need to do more of it. I mean, when I was young, I mean, I'm, I'm 36, so when I was young, you know, like, you'd, like you're saying, you the neighbours you would, when I was growing up, you knew all the neighbours, you would go in and your neighbour would maybe come in and say, oh, I've run out of sugar, have you got any sugar? Or, you know, you would, you would yeah. know your neighbours, whereas, like you're saying nowadays, because everybody is working full time and everybody's got their own cars, lives, and even, like, yeah. they're just rushing about. There's so much pressure on people to keep up with paying their bills. And, and this is the thing, I think this is why we need to slow down. And during lockdown, that was the good thing. So we could slow down, we could concentrate, you know, and be in our garden and, you know, not have that pressure to get up and get out. And, you know, everything was so much quieter. And I think, um, you know, nowadays people work, you know, all weekends, it would be really nice to have a weekend, you know, every weekend for everybody. And, and it's such a shame because we want 24-7, you know, everything 24-7. And I think it's so much pressure on people. And when you're ill as well, to keep up with that, it becomes overwhelming, you know, and, and the pressure with society and money. Whereas I think the garden, it, it, it makes you, um, I don't know, it, it kind of restores you back to like some normality again. I think it's so important because it's almost like people forget that, they forget it. And, and gardening teaches you patience because it's not an instant thing. It takes time to grow and evolve. And, you know, like, as we said earlier about learning from mistakes and things that all of that is so important because society wants an instant fix they want it all here and all now and pay later and gardening's not like that and and i think it teaches you real value as well Mm -hmm. and and i think that's where we've kind of lost connection lost connection with nature you know even just getting dirty and you know i have lots of aches and pains and i just think you know work in the garden a bit and then you know i could come in have a nice bubble bath and then i feel all fresh and clean again and, and you can look at the garden the next day and even though i'm tired i can't do it the next day i look out the window and i see the birds hopping about and you know i bring the rabbit in and and he he hops around and and it's so nice and it's like a nice sort of cycle that goes round um because i think it's like anything two 
much too much of something is, is not a good thing. So it's like if you go away from the garden and come back again, you really see the difference, how much everything's grown, and you kind of really, really appreciate having your own outdoor space as well. So that's what I like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it definitely. I think it's great, and I agree with you. I think we have all kind of lost a wee bit of, and that's that's what I think. Sometimes nature kind of makes you think, you know, do you really need all the fancy things that we that the society tells you no. you need? Do you really need? Yeah. You know, when it's really just all about like, and I think for me, uh I've really kind of, I've always kind of wanted to like save like the bees and wildlife and stuff. But I think now that I'm in the garden more, I'm like, I want to be more like, like recycling. And I think my husband says, you know, when his papa was young, like he's like, that's what we, that's what everybody did. You know, when my papa was, was, was young in the kind of the forties and fifties, you know, that that's what they did. You know, they, everybody recycled, everybody used things and nobody threw things away. You fixed it. Whereas now I think people just want to throw it away and buy a new one and just think, I don't need to fix that. I'll just, I'll just keep, I'll just, and you don't, and people don't necessarily think about where it's going. They just think it's a way. No. And they don't think of the impact that they're having on the planet and stuff and what's happening to the animals. And I think a yeah, lot of people exactly. just... it's so important, especially with um, all the plastics. And I think, you know, if you can grow your own, you know it's fresh, especially if it hasn't got all the sprays on and you know it's, it's clean and you know um, that, that, that it's healthy for you as well. You know, and it's not all about making profit and money. You know that that's the crazy thing. I think the gar- gardening really, you, you know, um, it teaches you to 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 um, appreciate what you've already got as well. Mm-hmm. It so definitely that, that's does. An important lesson. Yeah, definitely is. Um, we're we're nearing our end of our time. Um, oh, it's gone really quickly. It has gone really quickly, but I really enjoyed speaking yes. to you. But thanks so, you, thanks so much for coming on, and I look forward to seeing um your book and and everything. And I've been I watch your posts on Instagram and stuff to see what you're up to. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week, and thank you so much to Angela for coming on and sharing us her story and her husband's story and about how she became obsessed with roses thank you so much to everybody who has come on the show past and who is booked to come on the show i can't thank you enough for coming on and speaking about mental health you are helping to end the stigma and helping show others that you can come along and talk about gardening and how it helps your mental health and that it's good to talk so thank you very much and the next podcast we will be speaking to louise who you may have seen on gardeners world with her fabulous white rose garden tune in next week